Was spending $22 billion a good idea on a company that loses $130 million? We'll find out that and more on this edition of Where the Money Is. Happy Halloween, everybody. I am Sean O'Reilly on a tech edition of Where the Money Is with the one and only Nathan Hamilton. How are you? I'm good. It's Halloween today. Oh, boy. You, yeah. Did you see anything scary around the office today? I saw some good some good costumes. Yeah, I have to admit, uh, I'm a little jealous of some of the Star Wars costumes going I on. counted like four or five people that dressed up as either Han Solo or Chewbacca. I think... Uh, uh, one of our other coworkers dressed up as Princess Leia in the mm -hmm. classic white robe thing that she wears, I guess. We officially have a female Han Solo in the office today. It's 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 <laughs> we're 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 fighting for the future or something. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so today we are talking about Facebook. Um, $200 billion market cap company. Uh, I still remember signing up for Facebook with my college email address <laughs> back in I mean 2004, I think. Uh, what's going on with the release, Nathan? So a few different things, and we'll hit upon some of the more, I guess, uh, <clears throat> the right. salient points of, of what's going on. So last week we had actually discussed what should investors focus on for the report, and one of those was what percentage of revenue is coming from mobile. And thankfully, this was a positive. It did increase awesome to, to 66% um, coming from mobile devices. So. Um, you know, if we look at previous quarters, this was 62%, so up sequentially. Right. Um, you know, it's a trend that is, is moving favorably. Ultimately, when, when it comes down to it, the company is getting better at targeting ads, and that's driving some of the adoption within mobile. And as they move to, um, you know, other countries and so forth as well, it, it, that's what's really behind that number. So if I, uh, and the stock did pull back a little bit on the results, uh, mostly because of, I believe, the CFO's comments that uh, expenses were going to be up in the fourth yep. quarter, because uh, they're investing in the future, which necessarily isn't a bad thing. But um, if I'm a new shareholder and you know, I'm interested in, in you know, buying shares in Facebook because of this little bit of a pullback, why do 66% of the revenues come from mobile? Why are people buying more? Why are ads more effective on mobile as opposed to the regular PC? Yeah. I don't know so much if it's more effective. Actually, if you look at the data, mobile ads are less effective, and that's where Facebook is actually investing aggressively. So you talk about their costs increasing. One of the, the big areas they're looking at is how do we target better within mobile? Okay. Um, so if you look at it all together, what's driving the adoption is mobile traffic is where it's coming from. Okay. You know, it's not a traditional um, desktop PC. People spend a lot of time on their devices, and that's where, you know, Facebook is going to where the traffic is. Okay. So that explains some of it. But if, if you look at the numbers, if you drive a little bit deeper, so ARPU average revenue per user worldwide increased to $2.22. That's up sequentially, up year over year. That's awesome when you yeah. think about it. I mean, yeah. These are just ads of people surfing, and they're making yeah. two bucks per user, and they've got over a billion users. So this yep. is great. And I mean, you, you mentioned upon, you hit upon one really important thing is um, how they're targeting the ads. And, and Facebook specifically talked about some of the investments they're making um, to better target. And they also, they talked about their deficiencies and why they're investing there. Got it. Okay. Um, so how does this play into the customer audiences? And you, you know, we basically talk about leveraging advertising with customer data. Are they not that efficient with it, and it's just going to get better and better and better? Or because mm -hmm. I read these articles, and they're like, Facebook is as good as it gets with giving 
customer data to potential advertisers. Yep, they're improving. Okay. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, actually, one. On a scale of one to 10, how good are they now? <laughs> they're, they're better than the competition. Put it so that it could way. be a two, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at it compared to traditional media, they're definitely improving. Um, okay. Maybe it's not on the level that, that you see with targeting other, other platforms. But if you compare it to, say, Twitter or some of the other social media platforms, Facebook is significantly better at targeting. You can, you know, w with Facebook, you can target by age, gender, you can do it by likes, interests. Right, so are they better than the average person because they have all your info? I mean, I, I tell a story all the time about how I had an ad f uh, on my news feed one time for a t-shirt that listed my home state's flag in the shape of the current state I reside in Virginia, you know, because I work here at HQ. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, they knew where I lived, where I live now, like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's a matter of, part of that is the cookie tracker. Everyone talks about cookies right. on the internet. What the heck are cookies? Right. It's not something you eat, obviously, but it's a crumb that is left behind based upon your traffic. And what Facebook is investing in pretty aggressively is non-cookie based advertising because if you um you know i've got my phone here if i'm searching on my phone searching on my computer and advert need those yeah right. yeah and, and the thing is an advertiser a cookie doesn't translate to a, a mobile device mm -hmm. as it would on a pc oh, okay yeah so as an advertiser as facebook they're not able to track that whole that whole user experience right so look at what Facebook is investing in. One area is that they've, they've revamped is their Atlas platform. Mm -hmm. And it's a non-cookie based um, platform for advertisers to post yeah. ads you know, across devices. One thing which it helps out tremendously with, and, and Sheryl Sandberg mentioned it within the call, the earnings call um, this week. Yes, it does help them help advertisers get the content or their ads on other networks. But importantly, it helps Facebook track the process across devices. That to me just means we're right. going to be we're going to get better at tracking. Because um, my understanding with Facebook is, if you turn off all cookies in your browser, Facebook won't work. Is mm -hmm. that going to change, and they'll be able to function without cookies in the future? Good question. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I'm, I'm not internal there. I'm, I'm sure the engineers yeah, are thinking that. But. I was experimenting with cookies in my browser. I was like, oh my gosh, Facebook isn't working. Nothing's working. What's going on? So cookies yeah. are a big part of how they sell me ads, I guess. But there's, I mean, there's, if you look at the future, the big trend is moving away from cookies. Okay. Um, even right now, that's really where advertising is going. And that's how, if you look at how people are going traffic uh, using their devices, a lot on mobile, not so much on the PC predominantly. And there's not a very good way to track that user experience as a whole. Cool. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, moving on to uh, user engagement, what do we got here with video ads? So Facebook notched the first time ever. I guess they refer to it as a milestone. Seems like a pretty big event. First time ever that they like reached. The, sorry to interrupt. This is like the over a billion served sign at McDonald's. Pretty much, and that's yeah. that's exactly what they said. Is uh, first ever one billion daily views for their videos. Wow. Um, you know. These are the, just to you know, help everybody following, these are the video ads on the news feeds that everybody's going, okay. Yeah, so you scroll along and maybe it's um, you know, Coke or, or yeah. any, um, any advertiser and they'll have a, an automatically playing video as you scroll through the feed. Um, Facebook charges an arm and a leg for those and the, the intent, as we've discussed before, is to put together good ads that people are engaged with. Awesome. So it's been, you know, it's been working out pretty well also on user engagement. 
Um, Facebook is, you know, I, I shouldn't say stealing from Twitter, but they're learning that Twitter users are engaged based upon news. Right. So this is something Facebook's been doing for some time, and they want to improve it some more as well. Awesome. Very, very good. Well, not to take away from ads, uh, but I did want to steer back to one of my favorite stories out of Facebook in the last year, which was their ridiculously expensive acquisition of WhatsApp. Very um, expensive. I was kind of hoping, see, I don't know what they're going to do because the founder of WhatsApp's got that sticky note at his desk that says no ads ever. But uh, Facebook just had their earnings, that's why we're having the show, and they lost $138 million on revenues of $10 million. And that's, the revenues are basically people paying a dollar a year for yeah. the use of WhatsApp. Yeah. What's going on here? How are they, they paid a lot of money for this. Yeah. And it's like, how are they going to monetize it? I wish I had a good answer. I mean, I'm a Facebook shareholder, but I just don't understand it at this point. Okay. Um, so yes, billions and billions of dollars. And recently, WhatsApp came out and said, we're delaying our free phone calling service until 2015. And within this report, the founder also says, we don't have any future plans to charge for phone calling. Okay. okay. So we know this. They're not going to charge for ads. They're not going to charge for phone calling. What the heck are they going to charge for? Right. I, you know, I don't know at this point. So um, you, know, you look at it, maybe it's just a way to build the ecosystem of Facebook. But one thing which I think is a concern is the willingness to run at continual losses and rely upon Facebook for their resources. I have a feeling that were Facebook not literally, or not literally, but basically printing money with these mobile apps, like they're just blowing it out of the water with this ad revenues. And five years ago, we weren't sure that they could. But I, have a, I would assume that if Facebook weren't being as successful as they were, mm -hmm. they would be getting a lot more flack for this WhatsApp acquisition. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, part of the reason for the acquisition was specifically we want to use Facebook's resources, i.e., we want to use their money and burn through their cash until we can generate some some profit. Jeez. Oh, so. um, do you feel like WhatsApp's kind of a? Did you hear what Steve Ballmer said the other day about Amazon? He oh about uh, yeah, not being a real business. Yeah, he basically said they're not a real business. They're kind of like the the kid nobody likes that has a birthday party that just gives away free stuff. And the, the real reason that everybody goes to the kid's party and is their friend is because. They're giving them tons of awesome stuff, yeah. but the second that stops, everybody loves gross. free stuff. Yeah. So, so I WhatsApp's got. I mean, how many users over like four hundred million? I just you know. I know they're aiming to be above a billion in the next few years. Right. So, and that's awesome. That's great. But if you're not going to have ads, you're not going to charge more than a buck to use the texting app a year, and you're not going to charge money to do the calling, which actually I would assume would be awesome because I've used WhatsApp when my friends and family go overseas, and it's really effective to text. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I would love to know what Zuckerberg's actually thinking with this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to, you have to put some sort of faith in them. Um, I can't imagine a scenario where they're going to run a business at 20 years, not trying to generate right. any revenue. There's obviously some sort of plan there, whether it's payments, whether it's calling of some sort, whether they change their mind on ads or charging for phone right. calls. Who knows? But um, you know, it's interesting. I mean, it, yeah, I mean that that is an interesting point because you had 500 million people using this on a global basis, and you could kind of sneak payments in there. That could be really valuable. Yep. So very good. Uh, and last but not least, we've got a uh, user question from Michael D, and then we'll wrap it up here. 
Uh, I'm looking to learn more about investing in semiconductors. I'm somehow new to the industry and want to learn more. Uh, are there things that you'd suggest focusing on? It's a big jump into semiconductors. Very, um, very technical when it comes down Don't to Don't put it. a lot of your money in this one just yet. You know, there, there's good companies out there, but the, the actual refresh cycle or the technology involved in it, it changes so rapidly that you really have to be on your game and, and follow the industry pretty closely. You know, that being said, um, you know, just some things to, to focus on in terms of different companies. You've essentially got two different sorts of companies within semiconductors. You've got what they refer to as the fabulous companies, mm -hmm. and then you've got the fabricators. Uh, the fabulous companies are, um, you know, some of the names we know very well where they design the chips and they outsource it to the fab company to actually manufacture the chips there. And that will actually be taking place in Hong Kong or... Yeah, Taiwan typically in Asian countries yeah. have to... Um, you know, with the amount of R&D spend that these companies you know, push into to building new chips and building faster chips, putting, putting more transistors on a chip, um, it's amazingly capital intensive and you have to be able to have some sort of scale yeah. And cheap costs, you know, ultimately. That happens over there, yeah. Happens in Asia. Got it. But there's also, you know, one other thing to look at, which I think is important, is a lot of semiconductor companies love to tout their technology. They're like, hey, this is the next hit big thing. And they are pretty impressive technologies. But what you really have to look at is how many times do they actually win a place within that device? So do they win a place within the iPad? Do they win a place, win a spot within... Um, you know, any other tablet or mobile device or, or computer. So the biggest thing is looking beyond what management says and saying, hey, are we actually winning right. some revenue? Um, you know, Intel's a good example. They've been trying forever to get into mobile. And in the most recent quarter, this, this is astounding when, when you think about it, Intel, one of the leading semiconductors in mobile, hit $1 million in revenue this past quarter. One million, not one billion. That wouldn't even pay the CEO's salary. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but, uh, and and here's, here's the even more staggering fact is they lost greater than one billion dollars on that business. <sighs> that makes WhatsApp look really good. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's a very, very competitive, um, somewhat technical industry. It's not something right. people that spend the time can't understand it. But I, I would definitely look at the fab versus fabulous companies and you know, who's winning a position within within the awesome. devices. Very good look at the bottom line. Yep. Well, before we go, uh, there's a rumor going around that we've got a special offer via text. Nathan, we do. would you like to tell our viewers about it? Yeah, so we are running a special for our stock advisor service. And, um, you know, many people will, will know it if they follow the fool, but it's our flagship service run, run by the gardeners who founded our company. For our WTMI Where the Money Is listeners, they can just text WTMI to 38470, and we'll provide information on uh, the special deal we're offering. One thing I should mention, as always, is standard messaging fees do apply. Naturally. Absolutely. Very good. Well, that is uh, that's it for us fools. Thank you for listening. For Nathan Hamilton, I'm Sean O'Reilly, and have a great Halloween.